Let me see. Um, yeah. I'll uh, see if I could try to respond to some of these. Uh, but I'll go ahead and start out with this question. What do you think about Flat Earth? I'll let you guys uh, take some time coming in here. Uh, we just had the, the discussion between um, Jay of Truth is Our Religion and Charles Casson of, uh, of uh, Truth is Terrorism. They just finished. Uh, to be honest, they didn't really have like a, a, a hardcore, uh, <coughs> passionate finish um it was very good it was very healthy um if you guys have questions as far as flat earth go ahead and pop those in there i'll be trying to answer this and more hopefully uh we have hopefully we have a uh, truth is our religion pop in or either one of them uh ask questions or pop in and and and, and, and share their thoughts but yeah, we just had the discussion. I will be uploading this as well as that full debate to our audio podcast feed uh, as well as our video podcast feed so people can get it out there. Uh, there was a number of technical issues. They started like 15 minutes late, 15 to 20 minutes late. Uh, and, and yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I don't know how I, people are asking how to respond to questions. I'm not sure. Hit the... Uh, Hit our Instagram story. You might find some of them there. Uh, but whatever questions you guys have for me, I'll try to go through them with the time frame that we have here. Uh, and basically, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was a great debate, a great discussion. They each brought up very valid points. Um, and if you guys paid attention, I showed you kind of my kind of my, my diagram uh, as far as what I thought about flat Earth, the spherical Earth, and things of this nature. Um, and, and, and for future reference, we're going to be having Charles and Jay on uh, in other installments to hopefully try to create like a series to where they can effectively both get out their points and also discuss uh, 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 their perspectives. That's definitely something we didn't really see was a lot of interaction between the two of them. They both kind of had readouts of facts that they were going over. Uh, Charles had videos. So I, I definitely think that was great. They had a fantastic presentations put together. They just had to have some kind of interaction uh, where it showed them just, you know, getting involved. There are a few moments where things kind of got heated, a few few, few, few points where uh, things got emotional, and, 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 and you know, they, they were where wheels were turning, where it was just, you know, uh, 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 anger, emotion, things like that. And so that's good because you're getting people that are passionate about these types of things. Now, uh, very, very interesting points. Geometry versus physics the shape versus gravity, water finding its surface, density mask, uh, density mass, physics, buoyancy, you know, all these things are very important, very, very interesting. And I guess uh, kind of what I want to talk about, and I'll try to put it together in an effective way, I kind of had this revelation earlier this morning, is, you know, you look at the United Nations Agenda 21 and 2030, and they have the flat earth symbol there. Now, and, I'll, and, I'll, and, I, and I just want to kind of get this out there before I even cover everything else that I have, the, the, the notes that I've written and, and, and the questions that you guys have. But you have this, this new United Nations agenda, right? And you have this ideology. And, 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 and I want to say this because I talked to both of them, and I understand where both of them are coming from, uh, both Charles and, and Jay. 
uh, you have this ideology coming out where they want like a new world religion where, where it's earth worship, where it's Gaia worship, uh, where we take care of the planets, where it's an anti-human agenda. They, they, they ignore humanity and then they, they, they push the earth with the flat earth ideology, with the flat earth cosmology and the theory that's being put out there where we actually do live in this encased dome where there are uh, resources, you see, that are being controlled, where there's things like water, uh, air, um, 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 and, you know, agriculture, things like this. If we do indeed live in this domed and this encased flat earth, right, well, what kind of ideology would they be able to put out there to where the masses could easily absorb it to get into this, this mode, to where they realize, okay, so my actions do have matter, or do, do have conscience, uh, do have merit, and they affect other people to where you have to be conscious of these types of things. And this isn't a bad thing, being aware of like how your actions affect other people. What I'm trying to say is that we are getting into uh, the aspect of worshiping creation and not the creator. That's a whole different thing. But how the flat earth ideology kind of enmeshes with this new world order religion and everything else that's going out there. I'm not, I'm not denouncing it. I'm not discrediting it. I'm just saying I find it very, very interesting. So whenever you get into the flat earth theory or the flat earth model, you begin to, to look at things like that. Scarcity, uh, resource management, population control, uh, what the United Nations calls sustainable development. If indeed we do live underneath this dome in this encased uh, uh, structure, right, then there would be finite amounts of air, finite amount of water, a finite amount of, of, of earth that could be used, habitable areas. And so this is why we start to, again, talk about what's going on with the weather, what's going on with population, and, and, and what's all going with that. So to a degree, I understand why the flat earth uh, cosmology is being inserted into society. Uh, but because I asked the question of, I, 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 I asked the question of why is this being inserted right now? Why is this being put out there? Yes, the flat earth is important, but what does this, what does this do for us, Right. We learn that uh, vaccines are bad. We learn to take care of our bodies better. We learn that chemtrails are happening. We learn about system detoxes uh, and body cleanses. Uh, we learn that they are trying to poison the food, so we grow our own food. They, we realize that they're trying to kill us with pharmaceuticals, so we come up with alternative and holistic medicines. So what does learning about the flat earth do? This is the question that I, ha that I continually co keep coming back to. Uh, we realize 9-11 is an inside job, yet they had let that happen. And we move on from it. This is something that hasn't yet to be uh, discussed or digested in its entirety. We're still here dealing with, or we're here still talking about these types of things two or three years later. So while I do observe the flat earth theory and everything that goes with it, I'm asking the question as to why this is being put out there. Because of just that, it promotes this scarcity agenda. This is why it's also being coupled with veganism. And this is what I talk with Charles about. So whenever he's saying all this type of stuff, I understand it. It's just coming off in a divisive, aggressive way. Uh, so getting back to truth is our religion, the flat earth cosmology. I understand that. Uh, somebody who has looked into, let's see if I can rip this off right here. I have this, uh, every time I get into talking about certain kinds of stuff, I have this, uh, I have this graph right here, right? It says, and you guys might not be able to read it. I'll see if I can try to read it to you. Uh, but this is the phases, right? Uh, right here, phase one, electronic. Things like ideas, attraction, God, energy, spirit, uh, that 
luminiferous ether, the aether, that magic. These are the building blocks of, of, of reality. Everything at the end of the day is just, is, is just uh, energy. Just like knowledge, it's just energy. It's how it's manifested. Now, phase two is that mineral aspect. And, it, and, it, and, the, and the chart basically progresses to things like that. Adaptation, where you have plants, uh, 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 locomotion, things like animals, birds, monkeys, uh, horses, sea life, things of this nature. Humans are a step after that because it's able to reason. It's able to uh, uh, know that there is a, 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 a another purpose to it. And then what is higher than that is just that, God, the oneness. Uh, so basically what we're talking about is density, energy, mass, attention, and, and, and the culmination of it. The flat earthers, they're talking about things such as uh, uh, buoyancy, density. Uh, they say gravity doesn't necessarily exist because, well, uh, they, they say it can't be proven. Um, and that's where I kind of get this thought of war. We're we talking about, about dark matter. Um, and all this other stuff, too. I think some of CERN is involved with this as well, but we just haven't had the information come out yet. Uh, but essentially what we're seeing, if you ask me, is just that the, 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 the digestion and trying to re have a revelation of the nature of reality and really trying to come to grips with it. This is why uh, things like the, 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 the holographic universe theory is being put out there, the electric universe theory is being put out there, the simulation theory is being put out there, and now we're having the flat earth theory to where they're trying to figure out what is going on with the nature of reality. Why are these types of things happening? So they have all these different types of computers running all these different types of experiments and simulations and formulas to try to figure out the nature of reality. Continuing on, to get back to this, uh, you know, they said that they were talking about the curvature and how that doesn't necessarily exist. Um, it's like, how do you, you know, there's, 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 just, there's just random things that I, I guess I don't necessarily look at when looking at like what they would consider a spheroid or a globe Earth. Uh, and, and let me just go ahead and show you guys for this, for this, uh, for this transmission right here. Forgive my atrocious drawing skills, but right here, uh, this is what I would consider you guys having as heaven and then hell. And then us right there, we're somewhere along the middle. This is what Charles meant by us living in a, a spheroid planet, right? Spheroid meaning the atmosphere. The atmosphere, what's of what's above us, uh, and then you have to look into things such as the inner the inner Earth theory and the hollow Earth theory to understand what's happening underneath us. But because these two are so polarized, and their approach about this type of stuff, it's very hard for them to kind of find that commonality and look at it like at a larger goal. That's what I do. I look at it at like a larger aspect. What are the perspectives that we're really trying to get, and what's happening? Um, but let me get back to this real quick. How are we not spinning? Uh, uh, how are we not spinning off of the ball? Uh, and, and you know, this is, I guess, where I have to do a little bit more of my research. You know, you look up at the skies for people that pay attention to our video portion of our podcast. You know, there's that one break where all the stars are spinning, right? Uh, and we're able to we're, we're able to see the constellations change. You know, there's 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 subtle things like how are we not hurtling through space? We're not necessarily able to tell that if we are encased in this type of dome. So there's, there's, there's so much merit to either side of the argument that we need to have both of their, both of their perspectives so that we can figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, I, I'll be the first to say I have no idea, 
but I'm listening to both of you guys talk about it, and I'm kind of getting a, a, a bigger, better picture uh, of what's going on. Now, Charles brought up the equatorial mounts, mounts for camera. I thought that was pretty cool, because basically what we're talking about are there are certain parts of the planet that have these humps, or at least have these, these, these spaces uh, that are basically bigger than others. And is that, is that what he was talking about when he was saying the, the law of perspective? Is that what he's talking about with height and things of this nature? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Proof is in the water. Now, in all fairness, that was one thing I had not thought about is how lasers... I did not think about how lasers, uh, how that is actually something that needs to be like on a somewhat stationary surface. Otherwise, it would be all over the place. Uh, so that's something. That's 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 something to think about. Um, give me one second, real quick. I'm trying to see if we can be joined by either one, but they are currently not in the video. Uh, yeah, their horizon dropped below. That's. That is something I think that has always interested me is, you know, sometimes you are able to see, you are able to see the sun over the horizon. You know, but sometimes I'll see the sun and the moon like in the same sky. You know, so there's, there's some stuff like that. You'll see ships come over the horizon. So there's some stuff that's like, wait, what? Curvature is blocking the horizon. You know, yeah. Uh, there's, 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 because of how because of how like not necessarily fluid or congruent a lot of the discussion was, it's very hard to kind of uh, jot down points about all of them. Um, you could hear not necessarily the animosity, but just them getting charged. One person getting angry at the other, and that's good because you know you need to have this kind of this kind of passion. You see, uh, what are your what are some of your guys' questions regarding flat Earth? Uh, do you believe the Earth is flat? Uh, do, you, do you believe the Earth is a globe? Um, and this is another thing I want to touch in while you guys are over here talking about this. Why are you? Why aren't you at the Oscars? Well, because they don't want to. They don't want a nigga like me at the Oscars. I'll blow that bitch up. Um, this is something I wanted to talk about real quick with while you guys are typing whether or not you believe that the Earth is flat, if you believe it's a globe, and stuff like that. Uh, we keep hearing talks about. Trump Space Force, and this is another thing that flat earthers don't don't talk about or or isn't addressed. You'll hear them say that we can't get to space because we can't get past what they consider the Van Allen radiation belt. Uh, I disagree, man. I I would disagree, but then again, you know, there are mysteries even greater than we can comprehend. Uh, but I truly believe that there is something else outside of what we consider the Van Allen radiation belt, the firmament, the dome, however you want to look at it. We keep hearing Trump talk about the Space Force, about uh, creating the Space Corps. This is also something that I feel like is being discredited and ignored simply because of the Flat Earth Movement's uh, uh, influence, so to speak. Whenever I, whenever I put that stuff out there saying, hey, look at this, these types of developments are happening, I will have a slew of people hit me up in the comments and in the DMs talking that shit saying, hey, look, there is no space, there is no space, there is no space, there is no space. 
And I can totally understand that. So again, using your guys, using the flat Earth model, if there were to be some kind of space force, it would be up here. It would still be within inside the dome. If there was an advanced space force or something that was extra dimensional or extraterrestrial, it would be right here. So there's a lot of different things that go into that whole discussion. You see, they go into that whole branch and aspect and angle of flat Earth that that, that doesn't that doesn't get really discussed. Uh, this is something that I talk with some people about and how it's the lack, not necessarily of imagination or comprehension, but really truly understanding how we can figure things out. If we wanted to get past certain things, we would have gotten past it. You can look at history, and this is why it's important to know your history, uh, because they talk about this type of stuff in the Bible. You can look at it also uh, uh, at the Mayan calendar in the Aztec history. I think, is it the Incas? I'm not sure. Uh, but you have depictions, carvings, and stone of what seems to be like spacecrafts, aerial crafts. And this is where you get the whole ancient aliens thing, but they blow it out of proportion. I know I'm kind of pulling all these different ideas from all these different things, but that's because they're trying to show you just little slivers in different aspects and then manipulate it along the way. But you have to take all these different things to get the bigger picture. This is why we need to have an ongoing discussion about uh, about Flat Earth and all of its ramifications. Let me see if I can get back to you some of these notes real quick. Um, this is this is important too <clears throat> to talk about, uh, and this is something. It, it's very it's it's hard to disprove the the flat Earth model or at least to debunk it because they're saying that science is created by Freemasons who have created this 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 globe hoax this globe lie who have created heliocentrism heliocentrism but then the very same science that's created by these Freemasons is used to 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 either expose or to talk about the flat Earth model so. It's very hard to disprove something when you're using the very same the very same science, which 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 validates it, or vice versa. So it's very hard to look at it, uh, and, and 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 this is I think where the ego kind of came in with a lot of these things as well as they were talking about trading experiments. I don't think a lot of people did a lot of experiments, or even put it out there, uh, or even tried to reproduce the scientific method. Otherwise, they would be able to effectively explain it to a toddler, to somebody who has no idea about these types of things. Uh, so there was there, there was that kind of trade-off that happened there as well, uh, but but ultimately I, I guess I still stand undecided. Truly, uh, we have people over here in the comments. Oh, Jay, truth is our religion. Hey, Jay, did you want to let's let's go ahead and send him a request? I appreciate you too, my friend. I'm gonna go ahead and send you a request. See if you want. Give us a few, give us a few words. I know, I know you've probably got a few things to say. I'm not sure if uh, you, if you want to join in, you're more than welcome to. I'm just kind of going through the notes real quick of the, uh, of the discussion. Hey, it's good, my friend. <laughs> What's going on, my man? Chilling, chilling. Did you tune in? Oh man, yes, I did. I had to tune in three times. I know that. I'm sorry about that. I thought, you know, first we had a connection problem and then yada, yada, yada. But eventually we got it going. So, um, yeah, I was uh, happy you actually came on. Oh, man, you had, you had, a, you had over a thousand people tuned into it live time, bro. 
Dude, it was like 1,500 at one point. I got nervous. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't shut it down, dude. Yeah, I, I know. Um, his screen, like, like froze up for me a couple times. I couldn't really hear him. Yes. And initially, he froze up for, like, four minutes, and I thought it was just his screen, like, staying the same. And then I was like, fuck, I just missed, like, a bunch of footage. So that was a little frustrating, but we got to go. So yeah, it, I'll I'll send you the replay, man. But even even though the screen froze, you could still hear uh, everything he was yeah. saying. So I don't know. That's why I didn't notice it at first. I could still hear him, and I was just like kind of looking at my notes and writing stuff down. So, um, yeah. What did you think of the debate? I, I, I maybe I thought it was great. I thought it was informative. <laughs> I definitely like wanted. I I wanted to see like more more blows being traded. Uh, yeah. More, more more interaction between the two of you guys. You each had like a lot of great points, a lot of great facts, you know, stuff that just basically made me think and the audience think. Uh, but yeah. I wanted, I guess personally, I wanted to see like a little bit more interaction between you guys to where it's like, okay, I was hoping, yeah, I was hoping for the same thing, but um, he was very adamant about having 15 minutes of interrupt or uh, no interruption. And then like, so he went 15 minutes and I went 15 minutes and I initially wanted to do five minutes on and off. So five minutes of proof, five minutes of me rebuttaling it, and then I go five minutes for proof, and then he would rebuttal. But he wanted to do the whole 15 minutes, and it's probably because he pre-recorded everything. And so I get that, but I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't speak from the heart and from what he knew. He just kind of – it seemed like he was like almost like reading off a script. I don't know. But it was still good. I'm pretty satisfied. You, got, you, uh, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of formulas. There's a lot of uh... – experiments there's a there's a lot of stuff to look at when trying to like look at the flat earth so i can understand it man uh he's trying to and i think that's 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 why i understand him trying to use like the videos is because he's trying to concisely get across like a thought without like without jumping all over the place he's trying to directly answer certain things uh yeah. with without trying to pull in like other facts and I, and I know how hard that can get man especially whenever you're under time limit or pressure uh, you know, you're reading comments and stuff like that. You're trying to fit or you're trying to uh, uh, answer certain questions. It gets hard. It gets difficult, man. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure, man. Like, I went into it and I was like, I knew I had my, my argument set, but it was just delivering it because I've never been live with that many people before. I usually go live and I'm like 80 people tops. So like, <laughs> it's not very much. So I was like under pressure, but I think I got into it after a while. But, um, yeah, yeah, we kind of traded blows a little bit. They're like probably three quarters of the way in. We just started like fighting, and I was like, "All right, we gotta calm it down. Like, yep. be civil, professional." Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like whatever you guys got on like gravity. It was just like a complete back and forth. Just like, what is this? What we, yeah. you stuck on like gravity for like a good the the first the good first into like the second segment. Like, I like that you asked the questions right off the bat to kind of create like a a dialogue in between. But you could yeah. tell. Like, you guys hit that gravity. It just like a, like a like a powder keg just went right off. Yeah, I mean, like um, the model itself really relies on gravity, and so if you cannot prove gravity in an observable, testable, and repeatable experiment, it creates a lot of problems when it comes to not only the atmosphere but the curvature of water. Um, you know, we both know land fluctuates like rivers, valleys, mountains. So you can't really like conduct a curvature experiment over land, but you can definitely conduct it over water because water finding its level is a control in the experiment. And so that's why I mainly focus on uh, long distance proofs over water. 
and I'm surprised that he didn't really touch on that. I mean, I don't want to talk about him the whole time, but um, I'm surprised that he didn't touch gravity or water, which is the main two proponents in each model. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to especially our debate with you. Are you still going to do that? You're still going to moderate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh. And I don't know how, like, you want to do it. Like, how, how do you think we should do that? What uh, Because uh, right now uh, we just got done moving, so I'm still waiting for the Internet to come through. Um, what I'll do yeah. is I'll, I'll, I'll basically stream it to where people can tune in uh, on the website or on YouTube and clearly on Instagram. But you guys will either call in and we'll have it over, over, over Google Hangout or something like that to where you guys can send me your videos. I'll put them up here. We'll play them, um, and that, and we, and we can have that back and forth. Uh, okay. But you gotta get, yeah. Give me, give me like a, give me like a week or, a week or two to to get back into the groove of things, and I'll try to, and I'll and I'll keep everybody uh, updated. Okay. But yeah, man. Yeah, I need, I need at least two weeks. I'm going on vacation uh, soon, and we'll probably need like a week after that to kind of recoup and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, like within the next month, I'm down, dude. So. What would you What would you say? I guess are. What would you say? There are things. What, what What would he need to work on? I guess like what are arguments that you would like to see him like improve on, or what are like, I guess like questions that you have for him? I, I, I guess. Uh, very straightforward and simple. He needs to prove gravity. Prove gravity. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm looking for. Like we can we can talk about the stars and the the shape or or not the shape, but the size and distance of the sun, but. To discern the shape of what we're standing on, we have to focus on what we're standing on, I think. And, you know, it's very, it's kind of like affirming the consequent when you look up at the stars and say, oh, the constellations in the northern hemisphere are rotating clockwise, and they're doing the opposite in the southern hemisphere. You're automatically assuming the globe model. And so it's kind of like, like I said, like A, or I'm sorry, if A, then B, B, therefore A, it's kind of like saying if I eat 10 pizzas, I'm hungry or I'm full. If I'm full, I must have eaten 10 pizzas. It's it's a logical fallacy. And so I think if we're going to discern the shape of something that we're standing on, we have to focus on what we're standing on. And water is the only control in that experiment. So really the proof comes down to water. And if water curves, then gravity must exist. And that's really all it comes down to. So I'm going to ask him to prove gravity. And if he can't, then um, I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. I have a, I have a few questions for you. And I know I, uh, I asked this like the last time that we had talked and did the episode. But you know, what, are, what, what are stars, what are planets, asteroids, and meteorites? Like are those like, what, are those like pieces of the firmament? Are those like within, within the firmament? Like, I mean, your guess is as good as mine, man. I have no idea. I, all I can do is look up. I've never been there. Um, that, you know, there's many theories of what stars and planets are, but, um, I mean, the stars are kind of like a perfect timepiece, you know, um, they tell us what day it is, the planets and the sun and the moon tell us what time it is, what month it is. So, I mean, that can all be like reverse engineered. Like we can look up and be like, okay, let's develop time and months and develop a clock system around that or it's all by intelligent design and it's meant to tell us, you know, these things. I have no idea what they were. <laughs> I have no idea. I think, was it, was it this week or the week before last that an article came out 
um, about about the sun or the moon uh, being in the atmosphere. I'm not I'm not sure if you yeah. caught. Yeah, the moon is now in the in the Earth's atmosphere, so um, now we can go to the moon. Before, <laughs> it's just it's kind of funny because like they went to the moon supposedly six times, you know, and now they figured out finally that the Earth. I'm, I'm sorry, the moon is now in our atmosphere, okay. which is a high-pressure system. And it cannot exist next to a low-pressure system without a barrier. So if we went to the moon and the moon was outside of our atmosphere before, how did we get through the Van Allen belts? How did we get through this mystical, magical barrier that has to exist for the vacuum of space to even be plausible? Now, that, now so, my, my, my question to you now would be then, does that mean that that either a the ozone does that mean that the that the layer of the atmosphere has been like depreciated to where the moon is able to drift into it or are they just basically now admitting that the moon was always in the atmosphere and that it wasn't before do you think it was you think it's the latter i think i think it's always been here and okay. now i don't know i don't know if they're eventually going to roll out the flat earth in a controlled rollout or something like that it kind of feels like they are like i don't know but um yeah, Earth and Sun have obviously always been in our atmosphere. They've always been localized, from what I can tell, at least. My senses and experiment or experience, excuse me, have always told me that the Sun is local as it goes overhead, noon, and then it gets cooler as it goes further away. And so my senses and experience tell me that it's not 93 million miles away. And I don't know how far away it is, but I know that it's not that far <laughs> like you can tell okay so and whenever you're and i don't know i guess this is a we talked about this on the previous on, on the episode too but we're talking about gravity because you know this is where you're saying charles approve you're kind of talking about things such as density and buoyancy right like basically the amount of mass that an that an object has right yeah yeah so um the reason that things fall is simply due to the relative density and buoyancy so, I mean, like, that's why helium balloons float. That's why water droplets fall. That's why air bubbles float to the surface in water. Um, you know, it's all a matter of relative density. Like, we jump off of a cliff. What happens when we hit the water? We have lungs full of oxygen, so we float to the surface, you know? And what happens when we exhale that oxygen? We sink because we just change the relative density of our body. So... I mean, if gravity existed, then we would be sinking even though we have lungs full of air. So gravity, it's never been observed in nature, mass attracting mass by virtue of its mass alone. And that's my problem with it. It's never been observed. And it's just a religious dogmatic belief system that kind of holds this whole ball together. Because without it, like I said, it literally does not hold water. So... Gravity, I guess, yeah, gee. <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know, now I kind of, it's like what we, one of the things I guess I commonly hear or like one of the questions I'll get is just like, you, you know, uh, I, the ice, I guess the ice wall. Uh, personally, I think if there were an ice wall, that there would be lands outside of it. Uh but if that were the case, would that mean that it that it's larger than what's encased? That it could potentially be, uh, I don't know that it, that it could be larger than just like a, a than what's encased in the ice wall. Like yeah, I mean, 
I, the AE map just shows the ice wall, and that's it. So, you know, due to the Antarctic Treaty, we can't go and explore past halfway on that ice shelf. So we don't know if there's an edge. We don't know if it's an infinite plane. We don't know if there's a firmament that stops you at one point. Um, what I do find interesting is the order of events that went down when uh, Admiral Byrd went out and did those five different expeditions where they did Operation High Jump. Supposedly, uh, they lost a lot of uh, pilots because they flew into an invisible barrier. Now, there's no there's no proof of this on record, but I've heard this from multiple different sources. And right after Operation High Jump, they pulled off Operation Fishbowl, where they shot up nukes into the sky. You know this, yeah. They shot up nukes, and it kind of seems like they found a barrier, and they were trying to see how far up it was. And then what happened right after that, NASA was formed in 1958. What happened four years after that, the, Antar the Antarctic Treaty was carried out, and we can't no longer explore Antarctica. So it's almost like NASA was carried out as damage control to prove that there was nowhere else to go but up on a ball because everything is already explored. Now, if there is more land, I can see very well why they, why they would do that and try to hide any type of resources or anything like that. Like in Antarctica, there's a, uh, actually a, a mountain range called the Rockefeller Mountain Range, and it has – yeah, you've heard about this, right? It has uh, coal, it has um, uranium, it has all these valuable resources that they're hiding from us. They don't want us to see all the resources. See, that was gonna be that's gonna be one of my next questions to you. Is is this is another question I'm always throwing it is like what does what does knowing the cosmology do? Like now that you know the Earth is flat, like what is I guess like how does how does that benefit you? You know, like we hear about vaccines being bad. We learn to take care of our health. We learn about the food being poison. We learn to take care of our body. Uh, we learn yeah. about the sky poison. We we do system detoxes like uh, like you, like you she legit. What does learning about uh, the cosmology? What does that do for us? I think it directly exposes every not only every industry but our significance in the grand scheme of things. So it directly exposes education, science, um, you know, all the like space travel. Like space is fake; it doesn't even exist. From what I, from what we can prove, you know, the the idea of a vacuum in space goes directly against the second law of thermodynamics. And so, I think it kind of not only exposes all the indoctrination that we're subjected to from you know first grade up until like we graduate, but I think it brings more meaning into our lives. And we know that we're geocentric. We're in the center of literally everything. We're the only plane with water and life on it. And that makes you kind of rethink everything, you know? You start, you start to think about stuff. <laughs> and also, my favorite part is it directly exposes the head of the snake that we all wish to kill that is responsible for chemtrails, vaccines, GMOs, all this stuff, the Vatican, the Jesuits, the Masons, the Zionists, it's a big web at the top. And when you trace back Flat Earth and our cosmology 500 years ago, you find out that these are the very motherfuckers responsible for the globe model. It was basically a psyop to enslave you and, you know, enslave you mentally, not only mentally, but physically, and remove you physically and metaphysically from any point of significance in the grand scheme of things. 
So I can't think of a better way to control the 99% of the population. Being the 1%, you know, you can't physically control them, so what do you do? It has to be mental. It has to be mental manipulation. And so they, they teach us that we are a speck of dust in a, in a blind, dumb universe hurtling through infinite space, you know, with no reason whatsoever. And then, you know, that just makes every other piece of indoctrination a piece of cake. It's brilliant. This is, something, this is something I think we had talked about uh, whenever you were on the show last time. And I, and I asked it briefly, you know, but like, what are, what are planets then? Because, it, and I think you might have said they're like collections of bodies of energy or, or some kind of celestial thing, because it's also talked about in the Bible, but I guess I'm curious in the model uh, what things like that are, because you're right, you know, because, I, and, we, and we talked about this too, you know, the mythology behind it, the cosmology and things like this. We are one of the, we are the planet that has habitable life that like has consciousness. So then, what are like those other terrestrial bodies? Like, are are they even terrestrial? Are they just as we said before? Are they just collections of of, of energy? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, but you know, when you take where's my camera? When you take like a P nine hundred or like a, a very powerful telescope and you zoom into these planets, they don't look spherical at all. They look like you know when you're like under the water and you look at that light at the end of a uh, a pool in the deep end and it kind of flickers like it's it's kind of like a looks like a plasmic kind of orb or something like that. That's what planets and stars look like. So we don't know what they are. I mean, um, I couldn't tell you what they are, but there have always been two types of stars: fixed stars and wandering stars. And the fixed stars are the constellations that remain in their fixed position night after night, year after year. And planets, the definition of a planet is a wandering star. So a planet goes and orbits a star, like the sun. So on the flat Earth model, planets are heliocentric. They, they orbit the sun, while the sun and moon both circuit above the flat plane of the Earth and around the North Pole. So it's like a mix of geocentrism and heliocentrism. I'll show you a quick little diagram I try, I try to draw explaining this because this is a this is this is like this is like my interpretation of it. Right here, you know, you got yeah. you got heaven, you got uh, you got hell, you got the plane that we're on, you got Earth right here, you have the space outside of this uh I guess this would be considered like the firmament or the, the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah. Like, so when we're talking about planets and things like that, they wouldn't necessarily be, they wouldn't be in this. Is that about right? They wouldn't. Well, um, if you look into, I mean, this is all theoretical because we've never been outside of a firmament. If there is actually a firmament, but um, there is a cosmological egg model that uh, Santos Bonacci supports and a lot of other people support um where there are multiple it's hard to explain basically um the flat earth is the top of the tier and there are other tiers it's kind of like a like a circular uh stairway right so there's one tier that's flat earth that's where we are in the center of everything and then there's a second one 
and then it drops down to a third one, and it drops down to a fourth one. It does this supposedly six different times. Again, this is theoretical. We don't know. But each planet acts as a sun in their circuit on those different tiers. So it's a cosmological egg model where it's a big, giant, toroidal field, and there are different, like, like I said, it's like a circular stairway. And um, I find it pretty interesting, but... So basically, everything is encased in one firmament. Real quick, real quick. The, I just yeah. want to say, could this, <laughs> in fairness of Charles, could this be the spheroid model that he was talking about? Could it be that we don't have the effective terminology uh, to explain the flat within the spheroid? Do you think that could be his approach? Yes. Well, I don't think that's his approach, but it's definitely a possibility. So, like, basically, the egg model suggests that they're like it's a it's a spherical or it's like an egg-shaped toroidal energy field. It's all governed by electromagnetism. But what we're standing on is flat. It's basically right in the magnetic center of the entire thing. And so when we're talking about Earth, I think he was talking about the physical plane that or planet that we're standing on. And so I don't think he knows anything about the the cosmological egg model. Okay. And who is that that, 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 that cosmological egg? Because I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, I Santos. I can send you a link. It's Santos Bonacci. I, I believe his last name is Bonacci. B-I-N-A-C-C-I. And see, that's, that's, why, you know, that's why I want this debate to keep happening between both of you. Is because like, yeah. I, hear, I hear you talk about the, the, the flat earth more, the model. And it's not necessarily like globe head or globe. That, that, that it is, it's that spheroid model that we're talking about right there to where it's just like different densities encased inside of just this, this thing that we're in. Like, yeah. I think that's the simplest way for me to like approach it or for me to like to get it because I hear both sides of the argument and it's just, it feels like it's the same thing. Yeah. In retrospect, it, it, it may be, I mean, who knows this, the cosmological egg model might be bullshit. Um, the, you know, but all we can do is prove the shape of what we're standing on. And I think that proof really does lie within water. Um, so I don't think we're actually meant to figure it out, man. I think we're, we're meant to keep guessing because how boring would that be if we were like, oh, this is what it is. This is what our purpose is. Like, okay, so now what? And, like, that would be pretty boring, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you figured it out. So, I mean, it'd be cool for like a year or two, and then you'd be like, "Fuck!" Like, I like, where's the mystery? You know, I need some mysticism in my life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, yeah, I, yeah I, and, and we talked about this before. I look at this and I think density, buoyancy. You know, this is what the New Agers talk about when they're just like, "Oh, love and light, raise your vibration, raise your frequency." You know, I, I just think about just okay. How how many other forms of life are underneath the pressure? of the depths of water, like how many people are, 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 are feeling, or how many animals and entities are feeling the G-forces are being subjected to that pressure, right? What could live there? We couldn't live there, but that doesn't mean that something else couldn't and that it wouldn't have like a different spirit, a different operating system, or even a different uh, uh, physical makeup entirely. But that's because we're not thinking in the context of that, that it's hard for people to consider other life simply here. They have to think, oh, well, life has to take place someplace else. There's no way that, uh, that, that, that things can evolve 
uh, underneath these conditions that, they, that, that, that the earth would be in. So I don't know, I yeah. look at many different ways uh, that, that, that it can't just be physical, it has to be not, not even metaphysical, it has to be so much more, you see? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we only see like a very small spectrum on the light spectrum. And so you got to wonder, like, you know, what else is out there? What are purposes? All this stuff. I don't, like I said, I don't think we're meant to figure it out. I think we're meant to carry out this human experience and maybe learn a cosmic karmic lesson. And perhaps, you know, whatever we do in this life depicts what happens afterwards. Um, I'd like to believe that. I'd like to believe, you know, if you're a butcher in a slaughterhouse, you will come back as a cow, you know? Yeah. I like, I like that analogy a lot. And I, I mean, cause I like to do good. I like to like help people out. I like to make people happy. I kind of hope that pays off in a selfish way, <laughs> but I mean, I just, I just want like revenge and redemption for other people. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it works out. Like I hear you. It's like, I look at, uh, I, I, I look at this type of stuff you know, and I was talking about this before, before you would come on, how like looking, you know, you look at the cosmology of it. People are worshiping creation and not necessarily the creator. Uh, yeah. And these are two things. Um, and, and, and I say that because it, it's good to look at this type of stuff, but realize that it came from someplace and that there is a higher mechanism at play. And whenever you're saying like, oh, you know, I, I agree. Like, I don't think we're meant to know this. I think we're just supposed to know the mysteries of God and realize that that is the creator, that that, that is the creator, that that is what created in all of this. You know, we can, yeah. we can, we can try to debate what it is, but understanding that something higher than all of us and higher than what we were even creating on created that that's important. And where's the lesson in that with this, with this chaotic theory or this chaotic big bang uh, approach towards life that we have right now, Everything has no meaning. Everything is chaotic. There's no purpose. There's no order. It just is. But if you look at the flat earth cosmology, they're, 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 everything has a purpose. Everything has a place. Everything has like ha has a set order to it. You get the yin and yeah. yang. You get the whole yin and yang bottle. Uh, and so yeah. you know, there's a number of things that I look at regarding like the flat earth, the cosmology. It's in, it, not necessarily it's infiltration, but it's influence and more. That, that, that lead credence to it, but also leave me only with more questions. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it, man. Like it leads you to question more things. It kind of leads you right down that rabbit hole and you begin to think differently about a lot of stuff. Like I didn't believe in God before this, man. Like I, I didn't believe in a creator. And then it kind of like, it kicked in one, like, I think it was like one morning I woke up and I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like if it's flat, how, like, how does the Big Bang have any credence left to it? How does that have any plausibility? And if the Big Bang didn't happen, then how the hell did we get here? <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, damn, like, it kind of makes you think, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely more spiritual now. I think there's a lot more purpose for humans than what we've been led to believe. I think we're undergoing a spiritual warfare right now. They're trying to detach us from any point of power. And I think that power lies in our spirituality. And, you know, you can't blame them because um, that's would, where, yeah, go on. What would you say about, you know, people, I'm conspiratorial, I'm paranoid. I have to ask all kinds of questions. I question <laughs> everything. What would you say to people who are like, this, this is a psyop? What would you say to people who 
hey man, this is this is just being used as a tool to divide people because people are curious about this type of information. They want to know, but yeah. I'll be the first to tell you, there's a kind of there's a kind of aggressiveness when approaching this type of stuff to where people already want you to know stuff. There's not a, there's not a there's not healthy conversations or discussions such as this. There's a there's a form of authoritarianism to it, and it kind of divides people and pushes people away. What would you say? Uh, what would you say to that to people who say flat Earth is being used as a, as a divisive psyop technique? Well, it's naturally divisive because we're conditioned from day one to believe in the very opposite. We're, you know, think back to like first grade, for example, when your teacher talked about Columbus sailing to America and he thought he would fall off the edge of the earth. And then he found America and then bam, it's round. The fact of the matter is his journey would make much more sense on a flat earth map. But our teacher told us that Columbus was such a fool thinking that he would fall off the edge of the earth and the whole classroom burst out laughing. And so from day one, you're indoctrinated and you're conditioned into laughing at it. You're conditioned into thinking of it as a deadpan joke. So, yes, it does divide people because of the conditioning. But at the same time, you know, I was very, okay, so for example, my best friend, you know, he was sitting or he was standing in the doorway of his kitchen when I first heard the words, the earth is flat. And I looked at him, a very smart individual who I look up to, and I was like, no, dude, like, you just fell off the deep end. Like, and that was my condition, telling him to do that, or telling uh, my mind to think that he was just crazy. And so it is very divisive. But the thing is, you can plant seeds, and you can kind of get through to some people who are willing to question the reality. So it's not a psyop, because if it's a psyop, then the CIA would have to be involved, right? The CIA was created in, what, 1948? And every ancient cosmological model of the flat Earth depicted a flat stationary plane with a dome overhead. And so all of these ancient civilizations back like 2000, 4000 BC would have had to have been in on it. And so it wasn't until the Roman Empire came along, 1958, and created this big ball. And so the idea of it being a psyop. I think that stems from it being so divisive and they're like, damn, that would be such a good psyop. Like if it's really a globe, that would be the perfect psychological operation. And in a way they can still co-opt it. They can still see it rolling out people coming onto that and be like, okay, we're going to, we're going to really pound this home. We're going to make it. So it is a psyop. We're going to make it. So it's even more divisive than it is naturally. And I think that's what's happening. They're really rolling out the damage control and it's not helping. It's not helping at all but I'm still going to be exposing it. So it's so not why, a psyop, but I can see where they're coming from. Well, I, guess, I suppose why now? You know, is it, why is this type of stuff being put out there now? Do you think it's because of things like, uh, like Trump Space Force, like, uh, like the management of resources, uh, like, like why, did, why now do you think this is picking up steam? Because what didn't we have 500 years ago? Think about that. The internet, right? So the internet lets us really get stuff out there to the whole world. We can communicate, we can share thoughts, we can share experiments, we can do all the stuff that we couldn't do before. We'd have to go to the fucking library and like read a book and who does that now? You know what I mean? So the internet has been their tool of control, but it's also working against them. And so I think the internet 
is the main thing that really brought this back out after 500 years of being covered. And, you know, you can thank people like Eric Dubé and other people that have really put their neck on the line, put a bunch of research into this and dedicated their lives into exposing it. And so, yeah, the internet is the number one reason it came out after all these years, I believe. I think people, you know, I, I, I just think people have a hard time, man, because it's, it is a lot to try to digest right up off of the bat. Yeah. And, and just yeah. that was this, like, how is this prevalent? Like, okay. I, th I, I literally think people hit that, that, that point to where they're like, okay, they're at this flat and then what? And because like, there's no, there's no other thing for them to kind of bounce off of or something else for them to, you know, reflect yeah. on. They, and then they, they don't necessarily know where to go from there. And so they chop it up as they chop it up as a as conspiracy theory. They chop it up as a, you know, just something that's this this inconsequential or not really like prevalent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I did the same thing. I was I was on the fence for a year, and like halfway through that year, probably like six months, I realized I couldn't prove the globe after I like really set out to prove my friend Alex wrong. I was like, dude, I'm gonna debunk this dude. Like, I can't. I can't have him thinking this shit. And then I realized every valid point he made, every point I tried to make, he refuted it. I was like, fuck. And then after a while, I had to be intellectually honest with myself. And I experienced the most cognitive dissonance I've ever felt in my life. I started waking up every day mad. I was angry, dude. I was angry at the thought of being lied to on such a big scale. And then I went to, I'll admit, I went to like a two-month depression because I was very convinced that it was flat. And so I came out of that. I was like, dude, if they're lying about this, what aren't they lying about? And I was just like, I was super depressed. And then I remember waking up one day and I remember feeling like this, like motivation and inspiration to really get down to it and prove the model to be true. And that's after I couldn't find any proof of the globe for over a year. And so I, I really set out and I was like, all right, I got to dig into this. I got to learn the model and see if it's actually true. And I did that. And it brought a bunch of clarity and I remember waking up every day and I was like, fuck, I'm going to kill today. Like I'm going to kill it today. And I'm going to do a bunch of research. And like, dude, I was obsessed with it for like a year and a half. I would research for six hours a day. I was obsessed with it. It was so captivating because it was like the mother of all conspiracies. And I was like, damn, like this is some heavy shit compared to nine 11 or chemtrails or anything like that. It was just so juicy. And when you prove it to be true, you begin piecing. It's like the last piece of the puzzle. And when you click that thing into place, you see the big picture of what they've been doing for the last 500 years, in my opinion. And you see the whole grand scheme of things. So yeah, I, I it's very hard uh, to come on to. Yeah, there was a, you guys were talking about, about geometry and physics, basically science, uh, geometry, yeah. physics. Math, you know, density, all all that good stuff. Um, and I said I said this before you came on. It's like hard. It's hard to debunk flat Earth because you know the very same Freemasons that made the science proving a globe Earth. It, you you have to use that same science to disprove a flat Earth, and so that becomes difficult because it becomes this forever dance of basically using your enemy's weapon against them, even though it's being used against you. It's like how do you? How do you really get into, uh, I guess, trying to figure it out? Because we have an entire system of science that's basically predicated off of, we don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we do 
legit don't know. Uh, yeah. Let me oh, go ahead. No, no, go on. Uh, one of the questions I want to ask you too, you know, is is, and, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, satellites, man. So are satellites not like real? Like, are they not able to hover in space or within within the dome? Or is it because, like, like I guess, what's the deal with satellites? Can they not? Are they not a thing? Yeah, and this is my problem with a lot of flat earthers. They claim magically that satellites aren't real, and all these workers that go to work every day for NASA for JAXA, for RASA, for SpaceX, they're not actually working on satellites. That is complete utter bullshit because satellites are real. They just don't go into orbit around a big ball Earth. So you can look at foot. I can send you footage of them launching satellites on um, giant helium balloons. So they put them up into jet streams. If you look at the flat Earth model, and you can see uh, jets, like live jet streams on this website that I can send you, but they basically circuit the entire North Pole due to magnetism. So these are short-lived operations that they send high-altitude balloons up into the jet streams, and then they send a C-40 plane, which is uh, it communicates with the satellites through radio frequency. And so these C-40 planes go up, and they collect the satellites. They have like a net that literally comes out and captures them, and then they, because they're expensive, and so they, they bring back the data, and then they, you know, send them back up whenever they need. So I don't know why they're they're sending these operations up, what they're collecting, I don't know. But you can see live footage of satellites being launched with high-altitude balloons. So is it, I guess, would it be like planes then, where they're like, as you said before, just shooting them up there and basically letting them fall and then collecting them as they fall? And then that... I guess that also makes me start thinking about things like electromagnetism, you know, and how yeah. things how things could be bound to the earth. Um, yeah. And if it if if, if if buoyancy and density have to have to play into that, like I guess Yeah, they all they all play a role. It's basically like electromagnetic static. So for example, um if I take a balloon, right? I probably have to move my chair. If I take a balloon I was going to actually use this for the debate, but the helium like left it, so it's now falling. But when I came home, I could just leave this and it would stay suspended like that. <laughs> but the same reason the balloon is attracted to my shirt is the same reason that we fall down to the earth. Is what it's why dense objects fall. Um, we are all, you know, everybody, every object and person on Earth shares that electromagnetism, and so. It's it's all electricity. Tesla was right, and it's not gravity. It's just density, buoyancy, and electromagnetism. Jay, we got like a minute, a minute and ten minute, ten seconds left, my man. All right, what, yeah. What are what are closing thoughts you want to say to Charles, the audience, uh, and let them know about your guys' next discussion, your next debate. Yeah, I mean, I just want to thank Charles for coming on, uh, having the debate. I didn't think he was going to show up first, but I'm glad he did. And I just want everybody to, you know, reconsider Flat Earth. If it sounds crazy, there there may be a reason why it sounds crazy. Think about your conditioning. Um, question everything. Open your mind. There's truth inside. Uh, the truth fears no investigation. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you if you're if you're right about the globe. It's not going to hurt you if you're wrong about flat earth. So just 
keep an open mind and be a true skeptic. And we will be doing more debates soon. And props to you, man, for doing the uh, the moderator. I'm so fucking excited for that debate, dude. <laughs> So we had uh, Jay of Truth Is Our Religion on to give us a post-debate wrap-up on his thoughts as far as the debate went. We're going to be having Charles Casson of Truth Is Terrorism on uh, to give us his perspective on how the debate went. And hopefully we can get, you know, uh, like I said, his thoughts on the debate, uh, things like Flat Earth, the Globe Earth. And I also kind of want to talk to him as well. Uh, about this 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 spheroid uh, model that I had briefly talked with, uh, truth is truth is our religion, about as well. Uh, this is kind of my my perspective when looking at this type of stuff. Uh, but yeah, let's see if we can go ahead and get Charles on with us. Uh, and if you guys could go ahead and do us a favor, follow both of their pages, because regardless of how you feel about flat Earth, it's not even the it's not even the primary thing that Charles covers or that Jay covers uh, to be honest it's something that uh, it's only a, a, a sliver of what they actually do so whether or not you uh, believe flat earth or not they still put out excellent content on a wide variety of subjects uh, we will be having both of them on in the future uh, to to moderate and host more discussions um, because this is this is something that can't really get discussed in one sitting. And so I want to have both of them on to, again, talk about it in, in, in more elaborate fashions uh, on a platform that's unhindered, uh, where we'll actually be able to play their videos and back and forth. But we'll figure out a... We, we will figure out a whole format. Uh, but yes, we are currently waiting for uh, Charles of Truth is Terrorism to... Join us in this chat. Uh, you know, this is... And truly, I really think this is very healthy. I think having these kinds of discussions are very healthy. Uh, I know... I know people will say that this is all useless information. I don't believe there is such a thing as useless information. I believe that, you know, we have, we, we have to take as many different perspectives and viewpoints in as possible to gather a comprehensive view over the nature of reality. Uh, and having these two people who are adamant and passionate about their about their 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 viewpoints and their perspectives that's important uh, because we the listeners the audience you guys we get to have uh, the benefits as well as the war we get to have the, the best of both sides we get to actually have uh, uh, a lengthy discussion but yeah give me one more second and then I'll go into this uh Nope. Yeah, people. Yep, so I guess I'll uh, go ahead and I'll go ahead and put these questions up uh, right here. This is a pretty good one. Opinions about the inner earth theory. I suppose this is like this is like the angle that I take when looking at the flat earth, when looking at hollow earth, when looking at the globe earth, is just like, what else is underneath us? What else is, is 
surrounding us? What else are we encased in? Uh, here on the surface, we're subjected to all kinds of environmental damage, radiation, uh, and unnatural things that we can't really that we can't really uh, protect ourselves against. You know, the forces of nature, but inside a terrestrial cavern, inside some kind of enclosed system, the inner Earth, that would be a different story entirely. So, you know, whenever we start talking about things like flat Earth, my mind immediately goes to things like the inner Earth theory, uh, caverns, terrestrial entities that are inside of the planet. Um, and this is that's another thing that I talked about too, you know, in relation to density, gravity. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting getting Charles' opinion on that whenever uh, he joins us. And I know I'm not necessarily the focal point of these types of things. Where is that? Let me go ahead and get this together. Give me two seconds, gang. Go ahead and argue amongst yourselves. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I love, I love you guys, to be honest. Uh, I love doing this type of work. I, I love getting, the, I love putting this type of content out there. Ready when you are. Um... You got a lot of people out there that are talking shit, and I really don't feel like that's beneficial because, well, were it not for a lot of people out there, we really wouldn't be having these kinds of discussions in the ways that we're having them. So I'm always appreciative to have people who are putting this type of stuff out there and willing to show their face. That's a whole nother thing. You got a lot of people that hide behind uh, aliases and screens, and they don't do that. They don't get out here, and they don't put this type of stuff out there. Uh, and that's... That, that that shouldn't be happening. Right on, but, but it seems like we have joining us uh, in the in the chat, or at least in the Instagram live. Let's see if we can get him on here shortly. Uh, my man, Charles. What's up, buddy? Charles. What's going on? Oh man, how yep. are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How do you how how do you think it went? Um. Here's the thing to understand. Um, he, I saw he posted in his story how the debate structure was going to be. I got a message like two or three hours before the debate about the debate structure when we actually talked about a little bit about the format within the week. So I didn't know about this structure. I didn't know the first 10 minutes are just going to be me getting questioned and him leading the, the you know, and I, I, it was just that was news to me, you know, but um. I thought it was it was okay. I just I didn't like how um you know there was technical difficulties and that's that's really the main main thing that was annoying, I guess. Yeah, there was it's like there was there's fifteen minutes beforehand, there was that weird phone call where it kinda happened, uh, where stuff got mixed up. But I mean you I could I could still hear uh, the presentation. I think because uh because people were looking for like the video, they wanted to see some kind of interaction. Right. Uh, they they weren't able to get like the, the the entirety of what was actually being said, so that's why I think like having like a, a separate debate where we're able to integrate your guys' videos and put that stuff out there, where it's For like sure. a full sentence without the hiccup. I think that'd be a lot better. Hell yeah, and also like an actual structured format where the actual videos are being presented by let's say the moderators bringing it up rather than me pointing a 
a phone at a screen. You know, I didn't want to have to do that, but I spent literally all day creating those vid videos, narrating them, writing the script for them. This was a, was meant to be a professional presentation of uh, experiments that have been conducted all over the world by people like you and I, because that's what we want. If we want to be scientific about this and not just be, oh, NASA's, NASA's doing everything and we're just, in a, we're just in an inferior position, so we'll never know unless we just make up math and butcher math and just lie about shit. That's not go about this. We need to actually, we, if we can repeat experiments that were done thousands of years ago to figure things out, and it will take us somewhere understanding the math, I think that's a good place to go with this. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, we, that's what I was saying too. And we talked about this, is just like how the science, or how the math itself is like hard to even, you're using the very same math that they are discrediting to debunk something that, that, that's, that's made valid by them. So it's like, you, you would either have to come up with a whole new science or you'd have to like approach things entirely different. And so like, when we're looking at this stuff, it's, it's like, how do we get to the bottom of it? How do we understand like what's actually, what we're actually observing, what we're actually seeing? This is why when they say like, it's, it's measurable or like observable, I'm like, that, I, I get the experiment aspect, but how much of it is actually being re replicated? How much of it has validity? Like one of the things that you had brought up, and I think this is important too, is, is, is the law of perspectives, angles, right? And how, yeah. Yes. How, how, what was it, the horizon dropped below. Like, he did bring up the whole thing about lasers being having to be steady. Uh, but that was, yeah. yeah, that was, that. I think that was pretty legit. But the No, it wasn't legit. It wasn't legit at all because the railgun projectiles use GPS. They already know where the enemy is. They have satellites that can pinpoint anything. Um, you just got to phone call. I mean, people just blow me up, you know, that's, that's what happened in the debate. And then it just cut off. And apparently the screen was loading. And I was sitting there showing five minutes of stuff that I spent all day uh, putting together, you know what I mean? But it, it didn't come through. But I think I eventually I don't know if you ended up seeing the you're going to see the videos, everybody who's watching, you can check my page out, you can see the videos that I'm going to post. And um, you'll be able to identify that for yourself, is it real? Is it not? Can I experiment? Can I get a drone and go up and down? Does it make sense with a flat earth? Which none of it does. I showed Eric Dubay, who's sourced as some kind of kingpin, some kind of messiah of the flat earth, the flat earth pope, you could call him, or the flat earth messiah. It only took me to watch two of his points to debunk it with live experimentation that we can all do. We can all do this. We can all fly a drone up and see that he basically was 100% wrong in his second point of claim of his claim in his second point. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, horizon does drop with altitude. And he's saying that it rises with the level of the viewer, which you could mark the horizon, you go up with your drone. And what happens the horizon drops with altitude. So he was wrong right away. And I showed it and if this guy was so and let me put it this way to people who are actually uh, watching this with critical mind. I am not an expert on this subject. I consider myself a very good researcher for sure. And so after putting in a week or so of research, I was able to compile data and evidence of what basically was the whole point of the debate. Can we show evidence that we can all experiment and observe ourselves that prove the shape that we're gonna say, I'm 
I'm a, a representative for the sphere. He's a representative for the flat. I didn't see any proof. I saw a picture of a building and a butcher of math and a, not an understanding of, of perspective, which is literally a mathematical formula for when something is moving away from you, how it's going to get smaller and then disappear. This is literally a mathematical formula that you can calculate. Do I understand the math behind it perfectly? No. Do I know the actual formula to start with? Yes, I do. So if you, what are, you brought up the equatorial mounds. Are those like, are, what are those? Are those like basically camera tripods or what are the equatorial mounds? So it's a mount you put on a telescope. You can also put it on a uh, camera. And basically the whole point of those is that when you use an equatorial mount, you could, you could literally have it line up with the rotation of the earth on the axis and it will track the movement of a celestial object because it just goes left or right. The flat earth model says the sun's bouncing all over the fucking place. It's going up and down, left and right. The stars are going left and right, up and down. So you cannot use an equatorial mount and actually track these things as we've done and do with the equatorial mount. So the fact that the equatorial mount can't work with the flat earth unless it uses both, uh, both axes, it debunks the whole flat earth. Yeah. And I, I talked to this, I talked to him about this as well. You know, the idea like, because I, the spheroid, this, this is something we talked about too, the spheroid model. You know, how, I, I don't know, man, I, I, I hear them talking about the flat earth and I'm like, okay, what's, ho what's holding it up? You know, they say there's no, there's no gravity. Okay, I, I'm like, okay, what is density? What is buoyancy? What is mass? What is this? You see, so I, there's, there's, there's stuff where I, I hear what they're saying. It makes, it makes sense, but then there's just little, little small things where I'm like, well, what is this? How does, hold on how does, a second. I need to plug this in. Hold on. I don't want to lose you. Hold on. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, and the like, and horizons. They say that water, yeah, water, water always finds its level. What about things like our horizon? Like I said before, you can see ships coming over the horizon. You can sometimes see you can see the sun coming over the horizon. So is that again like a height thing? Is that like a like? like I suppose what is that? We'll wait till he gets back. You guys have yes. So you said it, you said it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Like at all. It doesn't make sense. It's literally impossible. On a flat earth, a sunset wouldn't be possible because it's supposed to be 20 degrees above and never, a sunset is literally impossible on a flat earth. Um, and two, two parallel lines never cross. One parallel line is your sight. It's a line of sight. The other parallel line is the ground or the water. And they're trying to tell us that the ground somehow is rising up and blocking out our vision, which is complete bullshit. There's no, and I don't want to like, I don't want to offend anybody. The truth is, I, I, my name is Truth is Terrorism, so it's all like, oh my God, Truth is Terrorism. Like, so I feel like I have to be all, you know, controversial. And maybe that's what works best for my account, but I'm going to move away towards that. I've been trying to work on it. I want to move away from it because I've, I've witnessed other people calling people retards and being all snappy and this. And you know what? I don't like seeing other, I, I mean, I laugh. I have a weird twisted sense of humor. So I do appreciate it and I laugh, but at the same time, in terms of like educating and getting out to more people, there's a better way. I have, I have a comedic type of, you know, like 
So I have a comedic type of way, and that's how I've always been. But I do want to move towards um, just not putting people on the defensive. You know what I'm saying? But I, th I think I literally think moments like this give people windows into like into your intent, man. And you know, this is something that we talk about all the time. I think people people get so caught up, you know, saying that they have the answers right off the bat. It's like, well, what happens whenever we we we, we put you on the spot and we start talking about it? It's a whole different it's a whole different mindset whenever you're like in the field, when you're in the game, when you're trying to convey these ideas to people rapid fire, especially whenever they're in their ways so like i i understand you man like i have the you know i share the same kind of like dark sense of humor too and that's why yeah. i think these types of debates these types of discussions because you know you, you you think of like a debate as people trading blows and like duking it out and saying you're a piece of crap this that and the third this was like a discussion this is you guys putting forth like factual points about both sides of the argument and saying well what what then this needs to because you don't see this kind of civil discourse happen you right. don't see these things like being discussed you just see people blindly accepting things saying okay well that like me that makes sense well does it make sense let it be challenged oh, yeah it does believe in these types of things yeah for sure yeah and i'm here to challenge uh people's beliefs and i see too much just like it's it's not like you know he said in the debate masons and this and that it's like i believe the same stuff that these people are ruling everything but that has nothing to do with the shape of the world there's greek philosophers that carried out the experiments one of the experiments i shared which i'm going to share the video tomorrow was people from nine different countries doing the same experiment that was done thousands of years ago you know what i'm saying so i'm going to post that tomorrow and i'll link the longer version of it it's a quick version so it could be posted on instagram and be quick and whatever and i only you know i had a quick time to present things so i had to like speed up the process but, um, yeah, there's experiments, even like you said, the ship sailing over the horizon, going under. You see the boat, the, the, the front part of the boat sinks in. Well, where the hell did the front part of the boat go? People were asking these questions thousands of years ago. They didn't need NASA to fund them. They didn't have a Jew on a walkie-talkie saying, shut the boat down. All this stuff, it's like little childish bullshit. I'm a mathematical mind. I could do math in my head faster than most people could do it on a calculator. I've already challenged people to the friends to this and said it in person. Not crazy math, but like, you know, 23 times 74 type of shit, 20. <laughs> so I'm intrigued by math. You know what I'm saying? My phone just ringing again. There's people who just, you know, but I'm intrigued by math and I've never really went hard into this subject. Because I really, I was more into the conspiratorial realm, and I still am. I'm into the conspiratorial realm of, you know, not just complete conspiracy theory, like theory mind. I have a conspiracy fact mind. I don't like conspiracy theories. I don't like talking about aliens created us, aliens exist, and they're going to come get us. Is it possible that there's alien life out there somewhere in this gigantic universe? Anyone that says it's not possible is just... They're just trying to shut it down. Like they're being the guy on the walkie-talkie, not the Jew, like everyone wants to think. But they're just trying to shut it down. You know what I mean? Like nobody can say that because no one's no one's the creator. But is there any actual evidence that aliens exist? No, that's a conspiracy theory that that aliens created us and shit like that. You know? I'm glad. I'm definitely glad you said that too because this was sorry. This is something I I had brought up uh, with Jay as well. Is like. We, we're when we're looking at this this flat earth cosmology thing 
we're worshiping creation instead of like looking at the creator. We're looking yes. at, and, and this is something I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, whenever you come on the show next time is, is, is stuff like the one world religion that's being pushed, the new world order. Uh, people don't want to hear about it, but the veganism connection and also the flat earth connection, like a lot of these things are actually very interconnected, but because people have these egos attached to these ideologies and aren't looking at it all, they have a very hard time being able to break it down. So I, I, I hear everything you're saying. And this, and I, and I guess I want to pose this question to you too. Uh, give me a second. I had asked, uh, I had asked, I want to get into the spheroid thing with you if we have time too. I have like a little diagram written here, but I had asked Jay, uh, you know, what I'd asked Jay, what Charles need, what, what he would, what he would like for you to prove. So I guess the same question to you, uh, what would you like, Jay to prove the next time you guys have like a debate about this or a discussion about this? Actual, what he was supposed to do in the debate, which he didn't do. Actual experiments that we can all do all across the world that prove that the earth is flat. You can't do it. I knew, I told him before the debate, I said it in the post before the debate, he's not going to, to give us anything. He, he said, oh, I went out and took a picture of a New York building and now the earth is flat. That's not, I'm sorry, buddy. There's gotta be more to this. This isn't, this isn't pre-nursery over here. We need actual physical evidence. And it just so happens to be that humanity and philosophers for thousands of years aren't complete. There, there's pretty, there were some pretty smart ones thousands of years ago, and they did stuff that we can replicate today that proves it, and we could look, why does it prove it? Why does it prove it? What, what's going on? If it is flat, how could this happen if it's flat? If flat earthers started saying, if it really was flat, how could this happen? If they start posing that question with everything, they'll never be a flat earther. If it was that the world was really flat, how could this happen? Instead of just well, the answer they always do is just, oh, perspective. When they say perspective, when they say perspective, they mean perception. It's like this new age concept where my perception is reality. No, I tried to explain to him in the debate, and he answered. He really screwed up there when he said perspective is not a scientific formula and a mathematical formula. It is. When things are moving away, it's a law of angles. If you're in front of me and you're moving away, you are going to get smaller, in my view. You are hundred, your, your, your angular size and shape is going to get smaller in the view to, to what I see. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, is it... Is it, they say they want like, they want proof of the curvature and proof of the curve. Like, is it, is it, is it, is it something to say that there's like a raised surface? Like, does it have to be like automatically fat, like, or flat? Do you, do you think it's that? We don't, it's proof to them. There's no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I should let you finish, but there's no such thing as proof to them. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like there literally is no such thing as proof. Um, the stuff that I showed is undeniable proof and it's going to be posted and it's going to be played for years to come. What I put in work today to make that stuff, people are like, oh, you, you didn't, you know, I saw some of the criticism, like, oh, this is how you came to the debate. Like, I have to come show, uh, show proof that we can all experiment and observe, and that's how I did it, showing, I figured showing video footage of this stuff and actual scientific experiments that we can all replicate. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, but I figured that was the best way to provide evidence that we live on a sphere. How else was I going to do it? Is I going to throw a basketball at the ocean or something? How do you want me to, we, we do experiments. Uh, I don't know. I think flat earthers have this idea, like a scientific experiment is in like a laboratory with test tubes or something. I don't know what a scientific experiment is to these people because like 
you know, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure these Greek philosophers and mathematicians from thousands of years ago, they were a little bit smarter than you and I. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Just, just a, little a little bit smarter, bro. I don't want to just totally destroy our egos, but. Yeah. Well, let me, I got a question for you. You know, this is this is just something to put to, to put out there. You know, they say that, you know, Antarctica is encircling the whole world or encircling all the land masses. If that were the case, that that would that would literally mean that there has to be a massive ice ring around the entire planet. Like, what are your thoughts on the idea of like a, the firmament or a dome or something like that? That's just, it's just utter garbage. Like, I, could, I didn't even have time to go into that. I didn't have time to go into Polaris, which I saw Jay butchered Polaris. Like, the bottom line is, you know, they're denying this guy, Colin O'Brady, who went to Antarctica and was the first man on record to do the Antarctica route. And he was there. He saw no ice wall. It was 24 hours of sunlight for, for months, as the sphere model has told us there is. I mean, so the midnight sun debunks flat Earth. The fact that if you cross the equator and head to the southern hemisphere from the northern hemisphere, you are not going to see Polaris. Why? Because the Earth is on its axis. So you cross the equator and it's on its axis. Now you're looking up and this is blocking your view. But they just want to say, oh, it's perspective. You don't know what perspective is. If I ask you what is perspective, uh, blah, 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 I don't know. I just say the word and I don't know what it is. That's not how reality works. Do you understand? Like, you can't just say perspective and then it's like, oh, yeah, perspective. I don't know how anybody listens to this bullshit and actually believes it, but there's a lot of people. That's why I kind of lost a little hope for humanity when I realized what was going on with this flat earth thing. But I just have to, like, I have to really study it because I'm still, I'm still somewhat ignorant on the subject of the math behind this. But I'm, I'm, after a week of research, I'm a lot more privy to how we debunk a flat earth now than I was two weeks ago. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. I want to get your opinion, too, on, on, on basically scientism, like science as a religion, and basically blindly accepting stuff, even though there's no, like, you know, there's no, there's, there's no, it's not measurable, it's not testable. There's, like, just, just blind acceptance, blind authoritarianism, where you just accept, like, whatever's coming to you. But before we get into that, you know, I, I had asked this to Jay, you know, why now? Why is this stuff being put out here now? Like, why are we talking about Flat Earth now? Like, what do you think? Like, what does this do for us? You know, we, 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 we know vaccines are bad. We take care of our body. We know GMOs are in the food. We try to take care of our body. But we know we're being poisoned with chemtrails. We try to detox and do system cleanses. What is the point of, of do, you, do you think there's a point to even knowing this cosmology? Or is this, or is this part of like why it would be considered a psyop is to is to create these divisive yeah. tactics, or yeah. to? Yeah, the reason why I'm getting into it now and why I am probably going to become a master at proving the Earth is a sphere, and a master at debunking it because this is only like this is the beginning for me. If I'm I'm not going to just spend all my time doing it because I know it's psychological warfare. Okay, and you see we're mixing in now. So on one end of the spectrum, you have science worshippers. Yep. Are the guys, a lot of them are really good at this math of knowing how the earth is a sphere. They're very good at it, some of these science worshipers. They're not, they're very book smart, but they lack street smarts is their problem. They just believe what they're told. Good for, good for doing math when you learn it properly. When you believe what you're told and you know how to follow orders and you, really, you could be a really good mathematician. 
But when it comes down to street smarts and being able to look behind things and figure things out, it's a problem. So you have the science worshipers, and it is a religion. We could talk about that next. So I kind of just talking a little bit of it now. And then on the other end of the spectrum is the science denial. Yep. And that's where flat earthers come in. And they're the reason why I'm going to start speaking about this more is because I feel it's psychological warfare. One, to make you in a state of, you see it in the news anyways, with a bunch of, and they're pushing psychological warfare in so many ways right now with the new age religion, with a bunch of things. The flat earth side of it is like, well, shit, we, we don't, we don't know anything anymore. Everything's a lie. At this point, snow might be black. If NASA comes out tomorrow and says snow is white, there's a Jew behind it somewhere trying to trick us. That it's re it really might be purple. You know what I mean? Eric Dubé might come out with a video tomorrow, 200 reasons why snow is actually purple and isn't really white, and you'll have new big Instagram accounts cheering this bullshit on. You know what I mean? But So I see it as it's psychological warfare oh my God. Um, to just put us in a place of just not knowing anything. And also, I see the Flat Earth movement as a psyop, to discredit a man like me and you who will go against vaccines and say, well, look at you, you unscientific dweeb, you unscientific dupe. You don't even know. You think the earth is flat and now you're going to go against vaccines? You're totally unscientific. So you, you just come off as like a complete. So that's what's happening. I'm being equated with flat earthers who can't even do basic like math, really. Um, <laughs> but like, I, yeah, so I, it's kind of like a thing though, but flat earthers, I don't want to be, I don't, I want them on my side because we're fighting. There is a conspiracy in the world. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them are against it, but if you're going to make flat earth, your main thing, then you, you know what you, maybe you shouldn't even be on my side because it's ridiculous. They're taking away exemptions right now for vaccines. I'm going to make vaccines my number one topic going forward. I'm going to have all the scientific data organized and known by heart soon, okay? That's what I'm gonna work on. Because the guy that I quoted in some of these videos, Red's Rhetoric, uh, they had me on for a live debate a week ago for vaccines. I'll tell you the story right now. Um, the dude basically, he's like a master at debunking flat earth. He has all the science and the math down at debunking flat earth. And I found out about him from Project Knowledge. So I hit him up on Skype and I was like, yo, I have a debate for Flat Earth. I think you're really freaking smart. And I want to learn from you and prepare for this debate. Can you spend some time with me? I'm getting paid to learn about, uh, to, to get, I'm getting paid to debate this. I'll even throw you a little money for an hour of your time so I could learn from you. Because I respect knowledge. I am not afraid to stand on the shoulders of a giant. Not afraid. I don't, I'm cool with that. Anyways. The dude ignored me for two days and then posted something on his Twitter, which was like, you can't get autism, you can't get autism if you die from polio. You know that dumb meme that you've probably seen it. Like, you can't get, can't, uh, can't die, yeah, can't get autism if you die from polio. Or if you die from polio, you can't get autism. Uh, so, so I was just like, damn, so this dude's going to ignore me and then indirectly, like, insult me. So I came after him hard. I just went after him and he got really triggered when I went after him and said, debate, debate right now with my friend one-on-one -on -one about vaccines. I was like, dude, I need to prepare for a debate on vaccines. I don't have all the data organized. I'm focusing on this flat earth thing for Sunday. After Sunday, I will debate you after I do my research and get the studies together and get everything together. And he was like, you know what? I'll make a deal with you. Come in the debate right now with this guy 
and I'll help you with with uh, with uh, debating uh, debunking flat Earth. So I did it. I was like, deal. I did it. And what happened is he basically, instead of a one-on-one, which he told me it was going to be, I had four or five science-worshipping dudes shouting me down, not letting me speak. After the first half-hour hour, I did flesh out some points. After that, it was just like a slaughter fest of science-worshippers, just like a gang rape, basically. And they were just worshipping science. One of the dudes, I was supposed to debate a guy one-on-one. That dude's been taking Ritalin since he's 12. He's 25 now. Literally, he's been taking Ritalin since he's 12, and he's 25 now. And he's saying that's good. And they're saying fluoride, the fluoride in toothpaste is the same thing as the fluoride in Himalayan salt. I'm like, dude, uh, this is an aluminum byproduct. Uh, it's top waste. And you're going to say it's the same thing as a naturally occurring mineral? And they're like, he's like, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, you know? Uh, Science worship. Science worship. Real quick, and I, and I think this is important to get this, like, all on record, too. People are saying, you know, why? Well, what's, what's wrong with science? Nothing's wrong with science except for the fact that you can have people like Bayer and Monsanto pay for pro-pharmaceutical pills. They can pay for treatment plans to say, hey, this, this, this long-term cancer uh, uh, treatment, this is all good for you. There's nothing wrong with science. There's nothing wrong with looking at the facts, the mathematics, and everything. But people have to understand that a lot of these studies and a lot of the information that's being put out there is bought and paid for by, by people like Big Pharma, uh, by, by Big Oil, by a lot of people within like the health industry. So when we're talking about what's wrong with vaccines, what's up with modern science, we have to look at, well, who's financing this? Is it Bayer? Is it, is it, is it uh, uh, JP Morgan? You know, is it the Rothschilds? And these are all various things that a lot of people take the time to look at. Uh, you know, my, my question too uh, is, 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 you know, why, where did all this stuff come from? Why now is it being foisted upon us? You see how people can react and discuss uh, and dig into the information of things like vaccines, uh, glyphosate, atrazine, what Monsanto spraying, but it's just like they, they throw this flat earth stuff out at us and it's just like, what do we do with this? All it's done is just like radicalize individuals, I feel like, uh, to, where people either, to where people literally shy away from wanting to know, well, what else are we being lied to about? It's, it's, it's got this, this aura around it to where it kind of like ostracizes the individual and, and makes it like you're learning some occult knowledge or some esoteric thing that puts people in a status above everything else. I think that's another one of the problems with it is people don't know what this knowledge does. And then after that, it's, it's just that they, they're, they're lost. So I, I can see how that ties into the psychological uh, uh, warfare aspect of it to where you're just forever going in this circle, learning more, but never really implicating or, or, or never, uh, 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 incorporating it into anything. Yeah. And there's an aspect of like, then the Bible gets thrown in there. I love how all this bullshit always goes. They always use the Bible to like, oh, Adam and Eve were vegans. And in the Bible, it was flat and stuff. No one never said. These people thousands of years ago were talking about a force in the universe. They were talking about gravity in the Bible and in the old, at least if it wasn't in the Bible, and I'm pretty sure it was, pretty sure they talked about the force in the universe. When God separated the heavens from the earth or the heavens from the water or whatever, this stuff was in there. And they're trying to claim everything. Oh, everybody's always going to take the Bible and pervert it to, to, to fit their belief system. You know what I mean? And I'm sick of that. I really am sick of that. But yeah, man, there's so many issues out there. That's why I'm not going to make Flat Earth my main thing because it's ridiculous. I just I can't do that. Am I going to debunk it? Absolutely. I'm going to debunk it to redirect 
into the real issues, which are vaccines, which are the money systems, an utter nightmare. And we're about, we're heading for a total collapse sooner or later, not tomorrow, not necessarily next year, maybe next year, who knows, maybe five, 10 years from now, it's going to happen sooner or later. Not well, to be I, think, I think what's crazy is like how much, how many times, like how many episodes have we done? We've done, we've, we've had to, we've done a handful of episodes and you basically not even debating this, but you coming up to say, Hey, we should look at this. This is getting more attention and more traction than than 90% of your work. And I feel like that's where I kind of have to like a problem is because people are only looking at this one topic versus like the wealth of everything else that you've covered for the years that you've been covering it. And I think that's where I like that. That's, that's kind of, I'm not gonna lie. That's where I'm getting pissed. You're not being respected and given the amount of credit that you deserve for everything else that you're doing. They're saying, Oh, look at Charles not being a fucking uh, immediate expert on debunking flat earth when it's just like, dude, this is a new thing he's trying to debunk. This isn't even his primary thing. Like he talks about the technocracy yet. Nobody wants to hear any of that. They just want to hear about how he's, how he's not debunking flat earth. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're there. They're misrepresenting all of the work. And I think that's, that's something that needs to be highlighted right now. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And I would say that I just debunked Flat Earth completely. I would say that Flat Earth is literally on the floor right now with blood coming out of it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> literally, like, the head was taken off, and there's blood coming out of the Earth, and now the sun stops circling the pancake somehow. I don't even know how anybody believes this bullshit, man. It's so wild. Like, it's so wild. Like, wait a minute. Okay, I didn't get to say this in the debate, right? So I'm going to say it now. So these guys believe that... All the pilots in the world that are flying all over the world, we get an exact time frame about how fast we're going to fly to a certain from all over the world. They're going to tell us in seven hours you're going from here to there. The pilot takes you. You get there all based on a spherical model. And these motherfuckers are trying to go against that and say that it's flat with no evidence. Come on now. I mean, I want to be respectful. I want to be respectful. (laughs) <laughs> but holy shit, you know what I'm saying? And and mail is being sent all over the world. It's getting where it needs to. Everything. The sun's movements are predicted to the T, to the where it's could be put in a simulation and a model and a website, and you know where the sun's going. That's 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 my next question. Is like, like, I, I don't know. Like, I I I I understand. Like the like I hear the model, but it's just like. What we were talking, what I was trying to say before, you know, is like the the, the, worp- the worshiping of creation, and the and the denial of the creator. It's like whenever we're talking about this stuff, we're basically saying there's there's a larger, there's a larger cosmology and a larger chronology of things that are taking place. There's a, a, a larger system at work here, but it's not. I don't know. It's it's not as simple as being like in a snow globe. I feel like that we've talked about this before. It's it's lack of imagination and a lack of imagination when looking at like. When, when looking at just like the nature of reality. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, to me, it's, it's, it's really bad because to me as a, as a philosopher, as at least, I'm not saying I'm a philosopher, but to put myself in the shoes of a philosopher for five minutes, I'd be like, whoa, civilization's about to collapse. <laughs> yep. No, seriously, man. I'm not joking. I, it is kind of funny. But I'm not joking. If this thing could get this much traction, 
you are looking at a collapse of civilization coming. And that doesn't mean tomorrow. Once again, it could be five, 10 years. Five, 10 years is like, you remember five, 10 years ago, right? Wasn't that long ago. We're looking at a collapse of civilization coming. If people are willing to believe bullshit like flat earth, man, it's over. Even veganism. I did talk to a toxicologist recently. Her name's Ashley Everly. You might've seen she did like a, she got some kind of news coverage. She's really good. I'm going to make some posts about her in, in going against vaccines. She's got her data down a giant to stand on the shoulders of when it comes to having evidence against vaccines, Ashley okay. Everly. But she was talking about the importance of vitamin A in fighting measles. Very important because they found out when people get measles, they're very low in vitamin A. Vitamin A fights against diseases. When you get the measles, it crushes your vitamin A count. But then I saw she was a vegan and I was like, I hit her up on Facebook and I was like, you know, I'm really, I really love you. Like, you're amazing what you're doing. But I, I have to say, I'm honestly surprised you're a vegan because you can't get the real vitamin A from plants. You're getting carotenoids that transfer over to vitamin A. And it's not even really bioavailable. It's not fully bioavailable and it differentiates from person to person how much vitamin A you could really get from the plants. Most people don't know that she knows this. So she didn't come. She can't. We had a good discussion for like 10 minutes or so chatting or whatever. Um, but yeah, for people to, I told her, I was like, you can't find me one vegan society in history. Like you can't, nobody can do that. If you can find me a vegan society, I'll give you what I'll give you some major, I'll give you the $200. The truth is our religion paid me to do the debate. You got it. You find it. You find it. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know? Well, my, my question then, uh, you know, and this is something I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if I'll have, I'm, I'm, we'll see maybe if I can try to get you on this Sunday for Fellowship of Freedom. Uh, but, you know, this is one of the questions that we've talked about privately, you know, things like the veganism agenda uh, and the flat earth ideology. Like this is, I, I truly believe you know, this is part of the new world order religion. Like this is part of the one world uh, uh, order that they're pushing out there. I mean, look at everything Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is pushing out there. It is this this earth. It's this this earth consciousness. This management of resources. This population control. This 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 downright. Let's modify the entire human psyche and the entire human society, the human domain, as set as put forth by Jane Helm, and let's monitor it. Let's manipulate it. I think everything that we are literally talking about here, from the vegan, uh, from from the vaccines to the veganism, uh, 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 to the flat earth, to even the aliens and things like that. That is part of Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and everything they're putting out there for the future. They can't just write it, they, they can't just put all this stuff out there. How are they gonna get the entire world on the same page if they don't create like, not an existential threat, but some, as, as Ronald Reagan said, some underlying unifying uh, threat that pulls people together. And what other unifying threat than the place that we're standing on, the Earth? Global warming is what they went with. Warming. That's what they went with, with the unified threat. They're not going with aliens. I heard Jay say that they're going to fake an alien invasion. Could happen. Could yeah. happen. Could happen. Personally, from what I've researched, could be wrong. But they went with this climate change thing. That was going to be the threat that would unify us all because we have to change our behavior. And they're into changing human behavior. You understand? Yep. And part of that climate change agenda is the vegan thing. And by the way, I love it when the flat earthers just like 
They're like, oh, the United Nations flag is a flat earth. Like, oh, okay, that's you debunk the globe, guys, because the United <laughs> Nations flag is a flat earth map. Like, to me, that's more of a red flag than it is a real flag. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. But it, and this is, I guess this is like the, this is the, the perspective I had when asking the question about the, about uh, the Antarctic ice wall and how it encapsulates the earth. I asked this to Jay as well, is how big is that wall? There are lands beyond that. And if that's the case, that means that we're only, we're only protected there and there's so much more. So is that, it, are we, is it flat if we're literally at the center and there's other stuff outside of there? So there's just like a, a lot of different questions that come with it. They say that it, it, it encapsulates the earth, but it only encapsulates a certain part of it. So we're literally only looking at like a sliver of the portion that we're like, that, that, that we're, that we're attached to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, the sun debunks uh, Antarctica nonsense. You know what I mean? And it does turn into this spiritual new agey bullshit with the flat earthers, unfortunately, where we're this, we're so much more important now. Like, what the? F we're more important now because we're making up shit? How the hell does that make us more important? We're more important because we just made up a bunch of bullshit? I don't see how that makes us more important. We need to, but I feel them. I feel them on the whole, like, Big Bang bullshit, and we crawled out of, like, a worm or something, and that's how we were created. I said in the beginning of the debate thing, I don't believe in Big Bang. I don't believe in evolution. I don't believe NASA's a truthful organization. I think NASA's eventually going to tell us the Earth is flat, honestly. I really I don't put it past them. Eventually, NASA's just going to be like, you know what? The Earth is flat. And then flat Earthers are going to be like, we told you so. You know what I mean? They could be like, oh, shit. We really have something going on here now. I don't believe it. They'll just, same thing as the vegans are doing. Like I said, and I was pointing out, the government's pushing a plant-based diet. And then when the vegans see it in the news that the government's pushing it, they're cheering it on. When the government's yeah. making 20 billion, big farmers making 20 billion a year saying cholesterol's not good, selling anti-cholesterol drugs, Vegans like that. Cholesterol's not good. Yeah, it's true. Eggs aren't allowed to be advertised as healthy because they're not good for you, but GMO oils are allowed to be advertised as healthy. How do they not see the contradiction here? There's so much logical inconsistency going on, and I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I just I have to focus on, uh, even right now talking to you, maybe some flat earthers watching this, if you're out there, I don't mean to offend you. I just... I'm looking at this world and it's messed up and I'm seeing stuff like flat earth getting the like center of the stage. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. It doesn't, it's not the head of the snake. The head of the, the head of the snake of course, is that they're saying Jews lied to us about the shape and now we're cutting the, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I think we need to do something about the vaccines. The vaccines to me, really the fact that I haven't spent more time organizing the data is a tragedy. So that's that's the that's a funny thing about this whole flat earth thing that just happened. What it, it's making me it's going to make me focus on vaccines more than anything else. That's what's going to come out of this. Well, it's it's, see, it's it's again, people have to understand that flat earth is literally like only a minutia of what you actually cover. And this and, and because of how volatile this whole debate was within the Instagram community, I think that should that that should then show where people's heads are at. They don't want the truth. They don't want knowledge. They want what's sensational. They want to be hyped up. They want to you know they want to feel that whatever whatever the hell that is. They don't want to be informed. 
They don't want to be educated. They don't, they don't want that. What they want is controversy. What they want is tension. What they want uh, 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 is entertainment. They don't want to be informed. You know, we can sit here, and that's, I guess that's why I get upset because, you know, you have people, as I'm sure we have right here in the comments, doing just that, making obligatory statements, ad hominem comments, and not really putting forth any valid information that, right. that either validates or validates the flat earth theory or validates us living on, on, a, on a globe. I mean, let me show you real quick with the, with the time that we have, you know. I don't know if you could see this, but uh, it's it's a this is I don't know this is kind of like the interpretation I got where it's like this is us right here on Earth this is I guess the flat Earth right the plane and then you got heaven up here and then hell down there I I I, I tell people all the time I feel like this is the inner Earth theory that we're continually ignoring you have people that say oh we live in the we have a Van Allen radiation belt there's a bubble that stops us I'm like all right that's cool so then what the hell's still outside here. You have all this extra space outside of, like, the air quotes firmament that people still don't talk about. And then what the hell are planets? So, you know, this there's 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 all kinds of stuff. Because I had talked to – we had Jay on before you came on. Apparently, this is the, the cosmic egg theory by Santos Bonacci. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that drawing there, bro. That drawing uh... – I, I could be better. It could be better. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Like, the, even the heaven-hell thing, I can't honestly say I know where we're going after this. And somehow people just, they just come up with this stuff. Like, we're going to go here. I've, I've never seen ev any evidence that we're going anywhere after this. And I'm not trying to say we're not going anywhere after this. I just don't know. Is it so wrong to say I don't know? Like... Why do we all, instead, instead of flat earthers saying the earth is flat, why don't they just start writing on their sign, I don't know. That's quite like, that's more respectable to me. I don't know what the shape is. Instead of the earth is flat. Because how the hell are you going to have it? I've never seen, I've watched a few of these debates now this past week for flat earthers. I have not seen one flat earther actually represent evidence that there's a flat earth. I've not seen one point yet, literally not one point. I've seen like, oh, this is wrong about the sphere. No, what, see, now if it really was flat and you had evidence, you would show evidence that it was flat and by showing that evidence, you now debunked the sphere. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm showing evidence that it's a sphere and naturally by showing you that it's a sphere, you know it can't work on a flat plane. You know what so, I'm saying? But do you think that's it? Do you think that we don't have like the the proper like terminology or the proper like wording to explain it? I feel like flat is flat doesn't it's not that's it doesn't it, you can't say that. It's not just flat. Like there's 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 more to it. And saying it's just flat is just like I don't know. It's it's a lack of it's a lack of imagination. It's a lack of, of 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 comprehension. And I hear you. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the shape of the Earth is. And I'm not going to go around proclaiming that I do. I guess I'm stand, I'm at the standpoint where it's like, well, what does it now that we know this, or now that we're debating this, what does this do for us? Right. That's 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 again where people kind of get hung up, or where people will say, okay, well now what? You, if the Earth is flat, great. If the Earth is shaped like a freaking Pentagon, you know, great. Now what?
Yeah, it does nothing, honestly. It does nothing for anybody. If it was the shape of uh I don't even know what to if it was the shape of a Barbie doll, it don't change anything. You know what I mean? It really doesn't. We need to do something. But I mean if it really was flat, sure it would be meaningful. Like, damn, like wow. It's flat and we we all there's pilots flying all over the world and they didn't realize it and we're all flying to the exact spots and the sun's movements have been predicted. And everything's predicted and like this shit's been going on for thousands of years that people have been figuring this stuff out and it's really not true. I mean, it would be something, but I'm a pretty logical guy. I looked at the evidence and there's zero evidence whatsoever that it's flat. And like you're saying, even if it was, then what? Then what? Oh, we're at the center now and we're so much more important. Like, don't give me that bullshit. We're not much more important no matter what the shape is. I don't want to... I want to have, let's have a debate about how we can make the world a better place. Where's that debate? Who's hosting that one? I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm going to bring my model for how I think we could, we could do a little better than we're doing. But no, it's all about this ego garbage of I know more than you. I admit it, I'm new to this. I'm new to even caring about the math behind, behind all this. Because I was more involved in, holy crap, we're being, our food is poisoned. Everyone's kids' child rates of cancers are skyrocketing. Kids are getting brain damage after getting uh, shots. And, and everybody's claiming it's anecdotal. The science people are claiming, oh, it's anecdotal. There's no evidence of it. And then I turn it on them. I'm like, there's no evidence that vaccines ever worked. I go that far. Most people won't go that far. They're like, no, it actually... The diseases were plummeting before the vaccines were introduced. Every single one of them, for the most part, they were all plummeting. But they don't want to, and they want to say causation, uh, correlation doesn't equal causation, or causation doesn't equal correlation. They, they spin it both ways. What's the one you hear more? Correlation doesn't equal causation, or causation doesn't equal correlation? Which That's one right. do you hear? Uh, I, I, uh, I think you just talked. It's correlation doesn't equal causation. Right. So they, they say this all the time. Correlation doesn't equal causation. But then when the diseases went down and there was vaccines, now all of a sudden correlation equals causation. Again, logical inconsistency. It doesn't sit well with me. It's not that I'm so perfect in everything. Because I make mistakes. I had another call there. I make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I made a mistake six months ago talking to Jay when I said that the rotation, uh, I forget exactly what I said. I said the rotation um, is caused by gravity or something like that. And he made the meme or whatever, which I predicted he would make a meme. I predicted he would unblock me. I predicted he would comment on it. And then I predicted he would make the meme. So I know his movements just like I know the sun now a little bit. But, uh, but um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're uh, yeah, man. For some reason, you're, um, for some reason, you're, uh, your video, it's, it's loading. Can you still see me? Um, if I came back in, would it matter right now? Because it's the same thing as uh, that. That's what happened on the debate. I got a phone call, and then it said loading. So it does that sometimes. Yeah, but it's crazy. I can still, like, hear you. And that's just... happened in the debate, you know? So he heard me, but then he saw it was loading. And then he messaged me and said, well, I heard you, but it said loading, and I didn't realize till five minutes later well, then you must have not been paying attention to the goddamn work that I just put in to show everyone across the, the world that's interested in the proof that the earth is definitely not flat, you know? So I, I don't know how to take it that he, he saw for five minutes that 
it was said loading, but he didn't finally figure it out five minutes later. I don't know what kind of what kind of weed they're making in that area or whatever, but I personally, I would have, if I ran a debate, man, if, let's say me and you were debating, okay? And you told me, I'm going to show video evidence uh, with me talking behind it. I'm going to show video evidence of something. And all of a sudden we're having the debate and all of a sudden the screen says loading and all of a sudden I'm letting it go and time's clicking down and I'm going to wave the time at you five minutes later. Look, you have no time left and I don't know what happened. Like, I would never do that. I would interrupt you or say, bro, yo, 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 your screen not showing. He claimed that he did. I don't know, man. I didn't see that. So I, that is the only beef I had with him. I'm going to try to respect him all the way, even though I do want to troll a little bit, to be honest, because this stuff is like the perfect troll. This flat earth stuff is like the perfect thing to just troll, oh. honestly. No disrespect to you guys out there that you believe in this stuff, but it's just, it's, it's a perfect subject to troll people on, honestly. It really is. Uh, but um well then yeah to, i guess to, to 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 wrap things up then because like it's still it's still got you kind of it's still got you on freeze and i definitely still want people to like see the conversation but i guess just to wrap things up for for this yeah. one um i can't see you man but i know uh, you can if i went out i got a phone call if i went out and back in it would but then it would make it like two different lives so we could just if you want to just end it in a minute and close out it's up to you i'm cool Nah, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll just, I guess we'll just close it out, man. Like crap. Yeah. You guys, you said uh, you guys are gonna have like a whole another debate like in two weeks, yeah? I'm not sure about that as of right now because I, I um, maybe we will, maybe we'll have a debate just on gravity alone, and I'll study gravity in a way that can, uh, you know, make some people's heads spin a little bit, and then they'll notice that it's actually real. But um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep presenting evidence to people, to anyone that follows my page. They're going to see real evidence that the earth does curve, that we live on a sphere and then mathematical, the math behind it, the formulas behind certain things. So maybe they could, I don't think people really care about the math, honestly. Yeah. They, oh, they won't, they won't do the they, You know, they won't do the equations. We can no. give the equations and they wouldn't even know what to put in, bro. They wouldn't even know like what what is stood like what each part of the equation stood for. They would just look at it and say these are some fancy symbols and numbers. Right. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm definitely you know in the next few weeks, whenever if you wanted to have me on, you wanted to talk about any subject, you want to talk about every subject and talk a little bit about flat Earth and talk about solutions, health solutions. I don't know any type of solutions. Whatever you want to talk about, you know I'm always down with it. Um, and yeah, to anybody out there, you know, you, you think you don't like the way that maybe I'm abrasive and I'm aggressive. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to try to try to try to work on myself and become the best person I could be, the best spokesman I could be for the truth and to show love for people. Because I do all this out of love anyways. I would have never did any of this if I didn't care about people and, and really feel the suffering out there because I feel the suffering. You know what I mean? I feel the pain. And so uh, that is. Yeah. This is something we talk about all the time, you know, basically resisting the collectivist thought, you know, and then if you see the masses eating something up, I think that's the red flag right there uh, to question everything. But we have about a minute, a minute and five seconds left. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you're free this Sunday, but hopefully you can come on Fellowship and Freedom this Sunday. We have all kinds of other stuff to talk about uh, other than Flat Earth. But Charles, my man, it is always a pleasure talking with you. And I look forward to with you in the future, man. I, I, this is this is the first of many discussions, if you ask me. If I, I would.
But thank you for your time. Thank yeah, you man. And I'm, book me for Sunday. I'm down for it. Have a great night to you. Have a great night, everybody. It was good talking to you. And uh, be well, everybody. Always good talking with you, man. Go yeah. follow H. I will, uh, if you guys are curious, hit me up in the DMs. I will email you or message you the, the, the uh, episodes, plural, as well as the episodes with Jay of Truth is Our Religion. Powerful content. Uh, go follow both of their pages. Amazing individuals. I look forward to more of these types of discussions in the future. Uh, and yeah, we'll try to get Charles on this Sunday. Other than that, gang, guys and gals, stay vigilant.